From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, Ipswich City Council's December 10 meeting turns almost farcical with an 18-minute debate over the use of the word implied. It's Friday, December 11, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. December's meeting of Ipswich City Council debated the use and meaning of the word implied for about 18 minutes. Mayor Theresa Harding detailed the motion before Council. I have um, Council Tullius gave gave notice of his intention to move the following motion at Council's ordinary meeting. (coughs) and that that motion is at the decision of the Council to adopt item 6 of the Governance and Transparency Committee report made on the 26th of November 2020 uh, be rescinded and repealed. Um, That item 6 of the Governance and Transparency Committee adopted at that meeting was A, that Council resolved that councillor expenses for current serving councillors are published only for those who have provided either their express or implied consent to their personal information being published on the Transparency Integrity Hub and B, that Council note that the application for a waiver from its obligation to comply with the privacy principles in the public interest in line with Section 157 of the Information Privacy Act 2009 in order for certain prescribed personal information of councillors and directors of controlled beneficial entities to be published on the Transparency Integrity Hub is proceeding. I'll hand over to you, um, Councillor Tully, to move that Yes, motion. I'll formally move that uh, motion, yes. Mayor. Do I have anyone who will second that? Thank you very much. <coughs> Councillor Island. With Councillor Sheila Ireland's seconding of the motion, council officers were quizzed. Councillor Ireland put this question to Sonia Cooper, council's head of corporate services. Miss Cooper, I still don't understand implied consent. I, I really need a good definition. I understand express that people have signed and said yes, but what does implied consent mean? Uh, So the Information Privacy Act, as referred in the report and and mentioned at the council uh, and committee discussion, uh, we're really quoting from the legislation, referring to the legislation councillor. I can look up the English dictionary meaning of implied, but effectively we're relying upon Information Privacy Principle 11, limits on disclosure, which at 11.1b, states the individual has expressly or impliedly agreed to the disclosure. Um, So you haven't gone back to the um, Commission or whoever put that out and asked them what do they mean by implied? I'm just really nervous with that word. So you haven't gone back to the Act to find out exactly what they're trying to get at? We have. We've searched through the legislation and there is no different definition to implied in the legislation. It's taken to have its, its meaning in the English language. But I could imply something, but you could infer it differently. So that's why I'm just really nervous. In a motion to overturn a council decision last month to publish current councillors' expenses on the Integrity Hub, Councillor Paul Tully reiterated his stance. I think the, uh, the comments or questions uh, raised uh, by Councillor Ireland uh, uh, highlight 
this issue. Um, and I might open my, my comments in relation to the reporting in the Queensland Times, uh, which I thought was very unfair following the last meeting, because councillors will recall that I um, uh, said that I supported that original motion, except for one word in that, in that document. And because it was a significant word and it affected people's rights, people uh, particularly on a former council, I couldn't vote for it. But I did support, and I state again today, I do support um, the intention of that motion, but not that uh, use of the word um, implied. Um, the word implied um, can have many shades of meaning. It's not defined, uh, um, except perhaps in dictionaries, and I've got a couple of examples here. Uh, the High Court has grappled with the meaning of the word implied in, in terms of uh, implied rights of free speech under the Australian Constitution, and they have grappled, these are High Court judges, they have grappled for years in relation to uh, what, what are implied rights. Um, it raises the question too of um, the, the often misused, misused English of the words I imply or infer. Um, the implication comes from the originator, the inference is, is taken by a uh, third party. Councillor Tully then went on to talk about former councillors before the Mayor pointed out the decision referred to current councillors. The motion and the decision as it stands uh, would mean that someone in the council would have to determine whether or not an implied consent was given. Uh, is, that, is that to be determined by a junior officer, by the city solicitor uh, or by the CEO? There is no indication of, at all of how one might determine or who might determine whether an implied consent is given. Now I'm talking about people's rights, I'm talking about former councillors, good councillors like Kerry Silver, David Morrison, Cheryl Bromwich, David Polkey, David Martin, Wayne Wendt, um, Bruce Casos, Trevor Nardi, Heather Morrow. Um, I'm sort of saying, well, on what they said or did, on what interpretation could it be implied that they'd given their consent for this if they haven't given any consent or given any indication at all? Um, I, I think it's a, um, a clear situation where... Um, if I could just interject there, Councillor Tully, the, resol the motion is quite clear that it's current serving councils, not previous ones, so I think that's irrelevant to the discussion. If you'd like uh, to move I, on to your next point. OK. I, I, th I thought this was intended to, to apply to... Um, no, it's quite previous, clear in the motion, uh, yeah, current serving councillors. I'm sorry. Yes, you are correct. But, but I think there is, at the same time, um, a, a process going to former councillors as well. And I assume that that same process might occur. But I accept what you say. I, I just think the word implied is when people's rights are, are, are involved, um, the word implied raises... It can't be answered. And um, you know, if you look at the dictionary definition, um, um, an express command, you know, express consent, or is one that is clearly and deliberately stated, uh, whereas implied is um, uh, hinted or it's suggested, not directly expressed. For example, implied criticism. I just think that you know, as a council, when we're talking about people's rights, um, we should ensure that nebulous words that even the High Court can't grapple with very easily are, um, are not used in, in terms of uh, council decision making. Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle, a former corporate lawyer, responded strongly to Councillor Tully. Um, certainly can't comment, um, I guess, on, on 
uh, case law or, or practice with regard to implied in the local government arena. I can, however, um, comment um, having worked as a practising solicitor for 23 years in, in, in the corporate uh, sphere. The, the, the word implied was very regularly negotiated by both parties subject to a contract. One person, one party wants it in, another party wants it out. Um, it, it's one's wanting to, I guess, um, you know, have have a broad um, definition of of consent. Um, now, this motion actually um, relates very specifically to councillor expenses for current serving councillors are published only for those who have provided their express or complied consent. Um, when we're talking about people, Councillor Tully talks about people's rights. Um, what about our ratepayers' rights? This here is very limited. The, the use of the word implied is being used, used for a very specific set of circumstances. It relates to expenses. We're all obliged under the Local Government Act, you know, to, to declare our expenses. I, I, I don't see this as onerous. I don't see it as concerning or an infringement on, on my um, personal rights. And, I, and, and when you talk about the word implied um, in negotiations, particularly commercially, one party will always ask for examples, as has been done today, of, of when implied consent may be inferred. What is the example? Um, and it... Um, it, it, it's very difficult um, to come up with, with, with those examples, but in this case, um, it relates to ratepayers' money. Councillor Andrew Fechner posed this question to Tony Dunleavy, Manager of Legal and Governance. Expressly, this does not include um, any expenses related to former councillors, is that correct? No, it doesn't. As it states in the motion, it's, it doesn't relate to former councillors. Okay. Um, and if I were to write to you tomorrow, because as of today I have written to you giving you my express um, um, I have consent. consent to um, to publishing all of my expenses, if I were to write to you tomorrow saying I do not wish you to publish my expenses, would you be obliged to take that down and would implied have any implication um, as to whether you would continue to publish them even though you do not have my express consent anymore? Well, you've withdrawn consent, so we wouldn't be publishing them. So anybody can withdraw the consent at any time, whether you've expressed it or it's implied. And just to talk on the issue of implied as well, just implied generally relates to conduct and people's conduct and what they do. So as a very basic example, if you go into a restaurant in order to uh, order a meal, um, you don't pay for that meal when you walk into the restaurant. It's implied there is a contract between you and the, uh, the restaurant owner that you paid, you'll pay for that meal because you've gone in and ordered, ordered the meal. So that's probably a very basic definition of being implied, but it generally relates to people's conduct. Councillor Marnie Doyle again. Mr Donlevy, are you able to provide an example of where somebody may not want to have their expenses published? From a practical point, point in, of view. In, in, in this context, uh, within local government and our obligations as councillors, our obligations with regard to the Local Government Act, 
Well, Can we you consider any circumstances where uh, uh, to explain why somebody may not want their expenses published? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. I, I mean, it's, we've got an obligation to publish it <coughs> under the local government regulation. It's published annually in our annual report. Mm. So essentially what we're asking for here, or what's been sought, is a publication of the expenses, what will be published in the annual report on an ongoing basis um, each month, I think, in terms of how it's going to be reported. So it's not inconsistent with the Local Government Act? No, it's not. I mean, it's public money at the end of the day, what's being spent, and um, there's a requirement to report it, but that's um, an exempt use of the information um, under the Local Government, uh, under the Information Privacy Act to uh, to publish that information. Thank you. Because um, it's required yeah, by I'm law. just trying to get my head around why an individual councillor wouldn't want any of the expenses published. Well, it's the right, but uh, at the end of the day, um, I can't give a personal comment on that. That's a matter for each individual. I think it's important to note that by virtue of Section 4 of the Local Government Act, this council and our predecessors agreed that our moral, ethical or legal obligations is to ensure the system of local government is accountable, effective, efficient and sustainable. It clearly states that anyone who's performing a responsibility under the Local Government Act is to do so in accordance with the local government principles. Transparency and good governance are features of those principles. By taking the oath at our declaration of office, it is implied that we meet these obligations. It is incumbent on all of us to demonstrate that we are meeting our moral, ethical and legal obligations. And I think a reasonable person would agree that it is in the public interest to disclose how councillors and directors chose to choose to spend other people's hard-earned paychecks. Harking back to what you said, Councillor Doyle, what about the right, rights of the ratepayers? For myself, I don't support the repeal as I do not believe it would be in the public interest to hide this data. In my view, the motion as it stands ensures that we are able to demonstrate that our conduct is lawful, ethical and appropriate. Which is, which is an implied responsibility by virtue of us taking office. No, Councillor Tully, would you like a right yeah, of reply? Yeah, I, I thank the councillors for their um, comments and uh, questions. This still raises the issue um, of what is implied consent. Um, obviously, express consent is very clear. And who makes the decision whether or not a councillor has given implied uh, consent? Um, Later today, I will be giving my um, express consent in relation to this because, as I said at the previous meeting, I do support the intent of the motion. I do not support the the the, the words um, um, implied um, in the uh, current motion. Uh, we we haven't got a clear answer, and we weren't given a clear answer by two council officers of um, what may constitute an implied consent. It's a very nebulous term, and. Um, the uh, purpose of this was to uh, not to stop the the uh, the, the uh, motion because the intention was, if this were to be repealed, um, oh. to have a an identical motion with the words um, about implied consent removed. I indicated again today, and I'll be giving my express consent, but I still have serious concerns of a, of a council resolution using the words uh, such as this in terms of uh, implied consent. Thank you very much, Councillor Tully. Councillor Tully's motion was defeated 7-2, but rather than accept the council decision for a second time, he then went on to put the same notice of motion on the agenda for the January 2021 council meeting. Give notice of motion that at the meeting of the Ipswich City Council on the 28th of January 2021, 
I will move that the resolution of Council on the 26th of November 2020, adopting item 6 of the Governments and Transparency Committee report, be amended by deleting the words either their express or implied consent and inserting their express consent. All of this does beg the question, why continue to pursue this when the outcome remains unchanged, as does the intent of the Council decision last month? But those who know Paul Tully will understand he is pedantic about the English language and doesn't like to be proved wrong or lose an argument. For example, many former council CEOs, councillors and council staff will attest to his insistence that the term owing to be used instead of the now widely accepted term due to. Similarly, never begin an email to Councillor Tully with morning instead of good morning. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.